This episode is proudly sponsored by my amazing patrons. For the multi-tier, a heartfelt thank you to Ted and C, St. Peaches, Earl B, Christina N, Bunkers, Carlo C, and our newest multi-patron, Ian. In the Tao tier, I extend a massive appreciation to Viren A, Jordan, Roman, Philip, Mona, Luna, Diwatahan, Brizo, and our latest Tao patron, Undead. Thank you all so much for your unwavering support. It truly means a lot to me. To you, my dear listeners, if you would like to support the podcast, please visit patreon.com slash tabitabipod. For as little as $2 or $6, you can enjoy early access to episodes, exclusive content, and more. Once again, that's patreon.com slash tabitabipod. See you there. Mabuhay and welcome to Spooky Saturday, a segment of the podcast where I tell paranormal stories submitted by our listeners or explore haunted places in the Philippines. I am your host, Ethan. Hi! Another week, another spooky episode. I hope you are all doing fine and safe. Thank you so much for making Tabi Tabi Podcast a part of your week. Apologies for not having any uploads last week. It's just because someone, apparently, was interested in interning here at Tabi Tabi Podcast. I say here as if I have an office, but it is work from home. I have an intern, so some of the contents that will be produced from the months of uh, the end of February to April will be because of her, which is Kea. So I am very thankful for her for taking an interest in interning at Tabi Tabi Podcast. Uh, she is going to be a great help for the podcast, of course. So welcome, Kea, to the Tabi Tabi Podcast. <laughs> Moving on. Apologies if my voice is a little bit off. I'm just a little sick as well. So yeah, but in today's episode, we are going to visit another university in the Philippines, the University of Santo Tomas. I was fortunate enough to visit USD back in college and I am in awe at how beautiful the buildings are. I don't know what building I was in at the time, but I remember the student showing us around said something along the lines that someone had to say bye-bye to the world in one of the buildings, which made me double-take because that was too early for me to learn about that information. And with that being said though, some stories today will include some mentions of suicide. So if you're someone easily triggered by this, please skip this episode and I'll see you next week. Take care of yourself, okay? But if you're still here to listen, settle in my dear listeners, and let's begin. The University of Santo Tomas, or UST, is the oldest existing university in Asia and the largest Catholic university in the world on a single campus. Established by Bishop Miguel de Benavides, OP, it was initially called Colegio de Nuestra Señora del Santísimo Rosario, and later renamed Colegio de Santo Tomás in memory of the foremost Dominican theologian, St. Thomas Aquinas. In 1619, the college was authorized to confer academic degrees in theology and philosophy. Pope Innocent X elevated the college to a university in 1645 and in 1680, it was placed under the royal patronage of the Spanish monarchy. 
In 1681, Pope Innocent XI declared it a public university of general studies, allowing it to confer other degrees. In 1734, Pope Clement XII authorized the university to confer degrees in all existing faculties and future ones. The University of Santo Tomas became the only institution of higher learning in the Philippines after the expulsion of the Society of Jesus from the Philippines in 1768. In 1865, a royal order from Queen Isabella II gave the university the power to direct and supervise all schools in the Philippines, with the rector of the university becoming the ex-officio head of secondary and higher education. On September 17, 1902, Pope Leo XIII made the University of Santo Tomas a pontifical university. And by 1947, Pope Pius XII bestowed the title of the Catholic University of the Philippines. The University of Santo Tomas is the second university in the world to be granted the formal title of Pontifical University following the Gregorian University in Rome. The University of Santo Tomas has existed over 400 years, and because of this, it is not hard to believe that USD housed a few ghosts wandering around the campus. In an article in the Varicitarian, the official student publication of the University of Santo Tomas posted in 2006, numerous ghost stories and urban legends surrounding the university were mentioned. Blame it on the university's centuries-old past which breeds the ghost story, said Jose Victor Torres, a history professor from the Faculty of Arts and Letters. Torres explained that thousands of people have died within the walls of the university. Some committed suicide, a handful died on deathbeds, while many others have been buried even before the university occupied the grounds in 1927. To give you a better idea of the spooky stuff that happens at USD, here are some of the stories I found on Rappler.com and Reddit. The first story happened in the main building of USD. It has been reported that a female student hanged herself in one of the restroom cubicles at the main building, which is often mistaken for a church because of its cross. Current students tend to avoid that specific restroom cubicle because those who have used it reported feeling something brushing or tapping on their foreheads while they were in the toilet. The second story happened in the conservatory music, where the piano is the subject of this ghostly tale. Occasionally, people claim to hear the piano playing by itself. Nobody dares to relocate the piano as it is believed that a ghostly child becomes enraged whenever it is moved. On one occasion, a school organization used the auditorium without seeking permission from this ghostly child, and some members reported seeing him hanging from one of the curtains. In one of the restrooms on the first floor, it is rumored that a girl committed suicide due to bullying related to her physical appearance. Once, a student entered the restroom to touch up her makeup and noticed another girl doing the same. 
Despite attempting to engage in conversation, the other girl remained silent and entered one of the cubicles. After some time passed, the student grew curious as to why the girl had not emerged from the cubicle. When she glanced beneath the cubicle door, she was startled to find no visible feet. Upon turning back, the girl was already standing in front of her, asking, Am I beautiful now? Another story goes that one time at 11pm, a nurse intern found herself sharing the elevator with just one person. Just as the doors were about to close, she noticed a man running towards the elevator. The nurse quickly shut the doors to prevent him from entering. Curious, the other people in the elevator asked why she didn't let the man in. The nurse replied, because the man was wearing a red tag which is typically worn by corpses in the morgue section. To her surprise, the other person held up his arm, revealing a red tag and said, You mean like this one? Now before I proceed with the Reddit stories, the red tag story included in today's episode takes a very notable similarity to the well-known urban legend circulating on the internet for a long long time it is commonly referred to as the red wristband and once again it seems to be another instance of another internet story making its way into university folklore for some spooky fun so i don't know maybe this originated from usd or maybe from the internet and was just told to other students back then which ultimately became a legend with that said let's go to reddit the next stories I found on Reddit mostly are written in Tagalog, so I tried my best to translate it into English and summarize it. So, here it goes. The first story came from Reddit user Muhan. As a third-year medical student, I finally had the chance to spend time in the medical building this year due to the pandemic. I quickly noticed that stories about encountering ghostly figures of medical students or even doctors are quite common there. One morning, during our Pediatrics 2 small group discussion in room 311, I was irritated by someone constantly walking at the back of the room. Despite sitting in the last row, I could feel the gust of wind passing behind me, accompanied by the sound of footsteps. Initially, I assumed it was one of our classmates. However, upon turning to check, there was no one there. And the person I thought was walking was sitting in front. Another time, during our Medicine 2 lecture on the fourth floor in the Anatomy Lecture Hall, I noticed something odd. As I ascended the stairs leading to the fifth floor, which connects the medical building to the hospital, I saw a transparent figure, tall and wearing a white coat, climbing the stairs. And it began to fade away as soon as I noticed it. The second story came from Reddit user Hua. They shared two experiences as well, so the first one was in the old gym. This happened back in 2009 when I was a freshman in high school. It was during Typhoon Ondoy and it was our championship game. We were shocked to see that the floodwaters were so high after the game. My two teammates and I decided it was best to go back to USD instead of attempting to go home. We were chilling near the official's table, the one in the middle, I don't know what 
it's called. I forgot what exactly we were talking about, but I remembered cracking a joke. And both of them just stared ahead, not reacting at all. My teammate said, let's go sit over there, referring to the seats across from where we were sitting. I just agreed because there were more people there. And when we got there, they both asked me if I had heard it. I was confused, so I asked, heard what? They said that after my joke, someone freaking laughed in a deep voice. They didn't react because they were scared since there was no one with us on the side where we sat. Like the whole side, we were alone so it was impossible. And it was weird because I didn't hear anything at all. Their next story happened in USD Church restroom. I usually use this restroom instead of the one in Pinoval Street because the latter is always filthy. You know that no one uses this restroom because you have to turn on the lights yourself. I don't know how to explain it, but whenever I pee there, you get this heavy feeling that you're not actually alone. So, like the little troublemaker that I am, I recommended my college friend that she should just use the restroom in the church because there was nobody there. I told her that while she's doing her business, I'll just wait outside. When she came out, I was trying hard not to smile and when she saw that, she cursed at me. Then I asked if she also felt it. And she said yes. And the other cubicle, which is permanently locked, kept shaking like someone was trying to open it. So, if you're a Thomasian or someone visiting USD, try using the restroom at the church, alone. And let's see if that happens to everyone. This last story came from Reddit user Cauldron Ash 11. During my four years as a College of Science major in the main building, our professor shared numerous stories with us. One of my favorites was when a professor recounted an experience with two students who were said to have open third eyes. She asked them to share their encounters, but both fell silent at the time, claiming that spirits were gathering around them to listen to the stories as well. Another tale shared by a different professor involved Carmela Visconte, one of the daughters in a high-profile massacre years ago. According to the story, her ghost was rumored to haunt the side staircase and was even spotted in the back of the choir during practice sessions held in one of the hall rooms on the third floor. Surprisingly, she was a former batchmate of the professor. There were also rumors about the upper floors of the main building being closed around 8pm, with only the first floor allowed to hold classes after that time, primarily for law students. It made me wonder why our classes always ended by 8pm while other colleges in different buildings had later sessions. The rumor suggested that ghosts began to wander around after 8pm, prompting the closure of the upper floors to prevent any incident. The rumored apparitions range from white ladies to headless priests, though I'm unsure if these are true. Lastly, there were countless stories of crying ladies in the comfort rooms which were even more unsettling before they were even renovated. 
And that is it for today's Spooky Saturday. So next time you're strolling through your university grounds, keep your eyes peeled and your ears open. Who knows, you might just catch something out of the ordinary. Thank you, and I do hope you enjoyed listening to today's stories. If you have your own paranormal encounters that you would like to share or any haunted places you want me to tackle, please email us at officialtabitabipod at gmail.com. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you do enjoy it and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Or if you want to help support the podcast, please head over to patreon.com slash tabitabipod. And for as little as 2 or $6, you can gain early access, listen to Patreon exclusive content, and more. Or you can always give me a tip on Gcash. Information will be listed in the description. This has been Ethan, and thank you so much for listening to Tabi Tabi Podcast. Join me next time when we explore more haunted places in the Philippines. Bye!